Hey, it's Ralph here. Q1 is now closing and it probably didn't go as well as you had hoped, but I'm sure your agency is probably telling you that they crushed it. But in reality, it crushed you. If your agency isn't on the same page as you are, if there's something wrong, but you can't quite put your finger on what that thing is, go on over to tier11.com forward slash apply. It will set you up on a call to show you a better way to look at your business, not just metrics that make us agencies look good, but something that actually moves the needle and makes you more money, acquires more new customers, and ultimately achieves your vision. Head on over to tier11.com forward slash apply today. Welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting-edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic. And we have a special, special guest here today. We kicked out Cossum. We're taking over Perpetual Traffic. It's just me and Tom. Tom Meredith, the VP of Marketing at Tier 11, who's going to be talking about customer acquisition amplification and the whole framework that we use that we want to explain to you because I think you should be using it as well in all of your digital marketing. We found it's the key to success. And we use this as a touchstone that we always come back to at Tier 11. Whenever we're stuck on a problem, we always come back to the customer acquisition amplification graphic, which we're going to be going through here with Tom today. So Tom Meredith, welcome to Perpetual Traffic. Yeah, happy to be here again. I think it's been over a year since the last time I was on talking about creative. So I'm very excited to be on and talking about our customer acquisition amplification. Yeah, it's a framework, like I said before. It's not something that's specific to us. But what we did find is that when we were trying to figure out like what are the commonalities in the customer accounts that we deal with that are very successful and ultimately get tremendous results, not just like average results or good results are good, but we are going for great here. And it kept coming back to certain principles, which are all encapsulated in this formula, in this template, in this sort of framework that we use to manage $100 million a year in ad spend. So I'm pretty excited to go through it. And I think you're going to learn a lot here from Tom. And this is the kind of stuff that you'll actually be getting with the customer acquisition show, if I'm not mistaken, Tom. Oh, yeah, definitely. The customer acquisition show is basically all about how we use customer acquisition amplification and the fundamentals that go into advertising in general, but specifically online and digital marketing. But in the customer acquisition show, yeah, we get a little bit more into tactics and how we're using specific parts of customer acquisition amplification. So you know, every week on Friday, we have our live on YouTube talking about different tactics and different things that we're seeing within our own teams here at Tier 11, specifically how some of these tactics fit within the broader customer acquisition amplification framework, getting back to the fundamentals that we all know as advertisers. And it's especially important as these algorithms and platforms and the economy in general is changing. It's really getting away from specific hacks and getting back to fundamentals and using those and adapting them to the current marketplace. And that's what we cover every week here on the customer acquisition show. 
Yeah, it's a little bit deeper than where we go here in perpetual traffic. And obviously, we're all about traffic on this side of the equation and acquiring leads and sales for your business. But the customer acquisition show just is far more in depth. And we'll give you a little preview of what that's like in today's show. So Tom, before we get into all that, if you got a nugget for the perpetual traffic listener. Yeah, it's an oldie, but a goodie. Something that I developed way back when I was an art director. Didn't develop it, I just gave it a name. We call it the love sandwich. And basically it is taking a testimonial, so love for your brand, a demo of your actual product, and another testimonial at the end and pushing them together like a sandwich. And it always worked really well for us, but it's even more so, it's even more useful now with a lot more native content. With a lot more UGC out there, it's a lot easier to create these love sandwiches and making them feel more native to the platform you're on. And there's also a still version of this, which we call a textimonial. You could use a similar concept where you're taking text from a review or a testimonial on one of your products and just putting it on top of your product image or an image of somebody demoing your product or even just the face of a happy customer. And those two in combination really cover a lot of the different placements and different use cases with particularly Facebook and Meta's platforms. Yeah, it's a really effective way to do of a creative or get a creative out there quickly. I think we've talked about different types of creatives in the past, and we actually have a resource where you can download the Love Sandwich template as well as a bunch of other templates, which we have over at tier11.com forward slash formula, which was from actually an earlier show. We added in the Love Sandwich onto that template. So definitely check that out, tier11.com forward slash formula. But the product demo video, the teach and pitch video, the Trojan horse tutorial video, the pitch demo video, which is a little bit longer version of the love sandwich. The love sandwich is typically is shorter. So whenever you're using a, a testimonial or some kind of UGC content, you don't want to put the whole testimonial in there. You want to put the, just the best juicy nugget, which is usually what? About 10 to 15 seconds, Tom. And then you have demo in between. Then you have another... 10 to 15 seconds, and then typically a call to action at the end, correct? Yeah, exactly. And it's really just quick love, quick demo, and more love with the call to action. And if you're working with UGC creators, it's a script that you can give them. Have them talk about their love for the product, have them demo the product, finish up with a little bit more love and the results, and then go straight into the call to action to buy your product. Yeah, and if you don't have video, the testimonial is, I love that name, by the way. It's just putting a testimonial from your customer as an overlay over your product image, which is just even simpler. These are like totally fast hacks people can put together. And we're really seeing like everything that's UGC, creator content, even to a certain degree, influencer spokesperson content on the front end of traffic really working extremely well right now. I think the love demo is used for cold traffic, but also used for retargeting as well. I know a lot of folks use that for the level two, level three targeting, which is really helpful to continue people down the customer acquisition path ultimately to become a converter. Yeah, super good, super good tip here. Make sure you check out tier11.com forward slash formula to get all those formulas. We're going to be back with Tom getting into what is this customer acquisition amplification template and how you can use it to scale and grow your business especially in the coming year, right after this quick break. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic. 
Well, there is no question that when it comes to influence and persuasion in digital marketing, no one, and I mean no one, commands more respect than Dr. Robert Cialdini. If you have never read his books, Influence and Persuasion, I swear you are missing so much in your digital marketing, not only as an influencer and an advertiser, but as just a great marketer. And that's why I'm so excited to invite you to a free webinar where he'll be sharing his latest insights on new e-commerce strategies. Now, alongside Dr. Cialdini, you'll learn from Bass Wouters and the authors of Reputation King, my buddy Scott Branley and DJ Sprague. Attendees will absolutely be able to understand exactly how to gain a competitive edge in the marketplace by leveraging online reputation management. Now, that's something that we haven't talked about here on this show all that much. And it's more reason for you to register for the webinar here, which is completely free over at reputationking.com forward slash PT. So join us on April 18th from 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. That's 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific for you West Coasters by registering at reputationking.com forward slash PT. Once again, that's reputationking.com forward slash PT. Cialdini has been a huge influence on me. and I can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management. Make sure that you register for the April 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash PT. All right, we are back. We're here with Tom Meredith, who's the VP of Marketing at Tier 11. He's going to be going through the customer acquisition amplification here. And how did we come up with this? This is, we didn't just come upon it one day in the shower, you thought about it, but it was an evolution over time, as I recall. Definitely was. I'd like to always think I have the great shower ideas, but yeah, with the customer acquisition amplification, it's just been a continual evolution of what we've kind of been discovering at Tier 11 over the past was it, 10 years at this point. It goes way back like to the Michigan method, where we first started figuring out how to get customers going through different levels of their customer journey at that point. And then we evolved that into our e-com ad amplifier, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with. They may have heard that once or twice on the Perpetual Traffic podcast. But that was really getting a lot more specific about how to communicate with your customers at different levels, different traffic levels, whether it's cold, whether it was engaged or page views or page view audiences, even getting into add to cart. Like each person needs to see something different. But as things changed and the algorithms really started to do evolve and get a lot better, traffic levels became a little bit, not quite as relevant as they used to be. Like the algorithms are really good at finding the right person at the right time. It's just a matter of you getting them the right content. And this is really how, what led to the growth of the customer acquisition amplification model. So one day we had this realization that these Traffic levels really aligned with Eugene Schwartz's levels of customer awareness. And if you're not familiar with that, I highly recommend you go read that book, Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz. But one of the key concepts in there is talking about the different stages of awareness that customers go through in their buying journey from being completely unaware, like completely unaware, like not even aware that they have a problem. So it's your job as the advertiser to make them aware of your problem. And they go from being aware that they have a problem to now needing to know how to solve that problem. And then we call that, we don't call it, Eugene Schwartz calls that solution aware, which we happily borrowed. But then once they're aware of 
that the solution exists for their problem, then it's making them aware of your product solving that problem. And once they're aware of your product, it's they're really the most aware they need to be. You really just need to get them to take action. So in that most aware level, it's how do you get somebody to take that action? It's usually with scarcity or driving the action right now. And then we took a little bit of liberty and added one additional awareness level, which we are calling outcome aware. Somebody who's already purchased your product and is aware of what it's like to use your product and the outcome they have. Your job there is really to make them be nostalgic for that outcome so that they will buy again. So Schwartz is five levels. You took it to the sixth level, which I love, which is he's probably rolling over in his grave. But if you get the book, and we'll leave links in the show notes, our good friend Brian Kurtz has probably the most affordable version of it. And I know we plug it a lot here on the show, but definitely check it out. It's at BreakthroughAdvertising.com. We'll leave links in the show notes. Definitely get it from him because it's a discounted price. But it, this is a modification and an and a interpretation for the 2020s of a concept that was introduced back in the 60s, really, is levels of awareness. Human nature really doesn't change all that much. It's just that they didn't have retargeting back then. <laughs> and I think it really is powered by front-end ads, which in most cases are the majority of your ad spend. And then the retargeting is a very small portion, maybe you know, 10 to 15 or maybe even 20% of your ad spend. So we really do focus on that top level, which is why some of those video templates are so important to attract people at the very top of the funnel, which is what we refer to as level one, or that might be unaware or maybe even problem aware. And how do they engage with your brand to get some level of curiosity to start continuing down or traveling down the customer acquisition path? Yeah. And those first two levels of awareness are the hardest because they're, they're hard in that there are so many possible ways to c communicate with the potential customer. You have to find the right problem. You have to show that problem in the right way. And the video templates are really a great way to do that because it really breaks things out into blocks that you can combine. So maybe you hit on one problem from one angle, but you can still use testimonials from that work at lower levels and combine those together. And just really an iterative process of getting into the different possible problems and solutions that are going to resonate with your audience. And because there are so many different opportunities and possibilities, that's why it's so hard. Yeah. And I think today it's when we first started doing this was, oh, it's seven touch points before they become a customer. Google now says it's 500 touch points. So the paradigm has potentially changed in a world in which attention spans are maybe shorter than they ever have been. Whether it's seven or whether it's 500, I don't know. I don't really believe Google. I don't believe the seven either because that's just too, too few. So it's somewhere in between. So you do have to come in contact and think about like how many ads you actually see in an actual day. And I think it was calculated in the United States that the average adult sees 3,000 ads in a particular day. That's through just driving and seeing advertising on the side of the road, billboards, all the way to the stuff that you see on the internet, on your phone, as you're scrolling through your Instagram. That's a lot of ads. You think about it this way. If you're just relying on one asset to take somebody from who doesn't know who you are all the way to become a lifelong customer, you either have to have a tremendously great offer or just an amazing front-end creative. And we don't really see that as the case. We have seen it 
And I actually did a case study on a customer where their product was so damn good and in such demand, they weren't even using conversion ads because the product was so good and they were getting registrations for their app, which is ultimately a money sending app. So unless you have a product offering like that, chances are you're going to need multiple assets and you're going to need to understand this whole continuum, which we refer back to as customer acquisition amplification. Yeah. And it really, the touch points, I think, come down to like how expensive your product is and how much convincing it takes. Something that is an app like that, where it's basically doesn't cost you anything except for a small transaction fee. There's not a whole lot of expense in using that. There's a trust that needs to be built. And I think they did a pretty good job of building that trust with some key influencers for the country where they were sending remittance to. But if you have a bigger product, a high ticket item, that could potentially be 500 or more touch points. And it's not always just straight conversion ads. It's important to be on your so- on in people's native social feeds, getting recommended by other people in publications. Like it, there's so much more that goes into advertising in general beyond just this small little direct response conversion ad for level five. Like, sure, retargeting audiences always get the best ROAS, but there's only so much scale there. Right. And this is really a framework for helping expand your ability to scale both vertically and horizontally. And I think all the assets that we have here in this template can also be used for organic as well. It used to be paid versus organic. I remember when we were first starting the show, we talked about that a fair amount. It's almost like there was a rivalry between the paid side and the social side. Well, now we realize that it's really, it's a combination of both. And so you can use these assets, sure, in your ads. Better yet, just get them out there to the public prior to using them with a credit card behind it. Actually find out what resonates with your audiences first, just through your page or through your your YouTube or your other social channels, Instagram. We certainly do this a lot inside Tier 11. And we find what's the stuff that resonates with that audience. And then those could turn into paid ads for our service. And I think it's a good way of looking at it. And that means you have to create you do have to create content here. I think that's one of the things that is universal is that we find this oftentimes when we work with customers is that they don't have the capability to be able to produce the content. Well, then we'll come in and maybe connect them with a creator or actually do it on our own with them through a level of partnership because that front-end creative, that messaging, that actual human being talking about the benefits of their product is so vital for people being engaged and irking that curiosity that ultimately could lead, if you do it right, and if you follow this sort of template, ultimately to a sale and a lifelong customer. Yeah. And I think it goes way beyond just advertising and marketing. Like a little secret here is even on the presentation and we did internally for this, I built it using the levels of awareness and this camp framework or customer acquisition amplification framework. Like I walked the team through being completely unaware of what we were doing all the way through getting them the most aware and excited to use it. Any sort of pitch deck you do, any opportunity that you have to really try to get somebody to take action, it's really going through these very fundamental steps of their, call them a customer, but their customer awareness journey. And we're recording this sort of on the heels of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which a lot of those campaigns are actually extending through this week, according to our VP of Ops. But a lot of them were a last chance. This is the last chance you can get 40% off. That is a level four, level five deep in the funnel. I'm just about to buy. I've already been exposed to your product kind of thing. And you're giving them some scarcity, some 
a little bit of a push, a gentle push, whether it's the death of the queen or the 40% off sale. It's like you need something at the end of the customer acquisition path to finally push them over the edge. It's usually having something to do with scarcity or pricing in most cases. But yeah, it's, it's universal. So really, customer acquisition amplification is all about persuasion. It's not just about digital advertising or marketing. And you can use it and, and deploy it in your regular home life or even in your married life. So use it with care. Yeah. Use it with caution. It, it's dangerous. Yeah. It needs to be used for good, Tom. That's the thing. Yeah. And call it saying persuasion that maybe has a bad context, but it's really, you're not tr- necessarily trying to persuade people, but just to really make them aware of different opportunities or missed opportunities and removing any sort of like objections that they have. And anytime you're interacting with somebody, it is about doing that and communicating with them. And especially if you're trying to get them to do something for you, I do with my kids. It's just, they have objections. Will you methodically remove those objections and then you drive scarcity, and that's often in the loss of toys. It's <laughs> true. There's always punishment too, which is always a good, a good tactic. That's more on the urgency factor, probably. So, well, we were coming up with customer acquisition amplification. I know it went through lots of different iterations. So, how did it evolve ultimately? Yeah. So going all the way back to the e-com ad amplifier, that was fundamentally about media buying on Facebook. But as the market got more mature and we got more mature as an agency, we realized there weren't things that fit within the e-com ad amplifier. Like we had expanded our services to Google ads, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and those just didn't fit. And beyond that, we added in conversion architecture, which is our after the click service, where we really hone the funnel after somebody clicks on the ad to drive conversion all throughout and optimize. Basically, it's CRO after the click, which also didn't fit. We tried to mash all that together along with the creative aspect that goes into this. So our first iteration was really trying to mash all that in. And it became a little bit overwhelming because it was very tactic focused and not necessarily mindset focused. What to do specifically for this scenario. But there were so many scenarios on this matrix that we went back to the fundamentals of how to think about doing what you want to do at these different levels across the different services. So on this on the graphic, when you get it, you'll see that there's a section for copywriting and creative. There's a section for media buying on the different channels, whether it's social, whether it's discovery or in search. And then getting into like CRO and conversion architecture and funnels in general, it really helps coach how to think about the different levels of the awareness journey. So what we finally landed on was something that is hopefully pretty easy to digest, even if it looks like a lot at the beginning. It's really trying to understand what kind of content you need to create at each level for whether it's creative or on the funnel side, and then how to think about putting those into the different ad platforms and targeting with them. Yeah, makes sense. So there was a couple of different iterations through time, and ultimately it came out the other end with the final graphic, which where, if somebody wanted to get this, by the way, where would they grab it? They can go to tier11.com slash camp, and that's with two A's, C-A-A-M-P. And that's where we have the customer acquisition amplification graphic. We try not to call it camp for short, but it's so much easier than saying customer acquisition amplification every time. So head over there and you can download a copy of the graphic 
So well, all stuff that we're going to be talking about a heck of a lot and getting even deeper in with a lot of tactics, a lot of high-end strategy. The conversion architecture side of the equation is so important and there's so much to it. And we're going to have a lot on that show about that, as well as all the other stuff that we talked about here, getting even deeper into customer acquisition amplification. So make sure that you do head over to tier11.com forward slash camp. And to go along with that, especially for your top level, your level one traffic, definitely check out the other download over at tier11.com forward slash formula. Those are the video ad formulas that Tom mentioned in the early part of the show here. So anyway, yeah, definitely tell us what we can do better here at Perpetual Traffic, perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. You can follow me over at LinkedIn. That's Ralph Burns. And uh, you can follow Kasim as well over at Twitter at Kasim Aslam. Go back and definitely listen to previous episodes and all resources and show notes we mentioned here on today's show will be over at perpetualtraffic.com. So on behalf of Tom Meredith from Tier 11, until next show, see ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic 